0: Welcome to Career Tools. This week, our guidance on hiring interns. Here we go. Okay, Wendy, you and I have talked about interns a lot. We think a lot of companies miss enormous opportunities with interns. Uh, It's an extended interview. Uh, You can show your company to be good, increase your chances of hiring the, the kids you want. And yet, hiring interns is often delegated to team members by managers, and so it's okay if you get a bad hire because somebody hires the wrong person. But that's not true because a great intern can have a really positive effect in as little as a month, as long as everybody doesn't say, oh, she's just an intern. And a bad intern, of course, gets everybody more work to do and irritates the heck out of the manager. Usually it takes one bad man, one bad intern to get the manager off of interns for a while. So the question becomes how do you choose an intern, Wendy?
1: So I have four points. Use the interview creation tool, give them help, look for agreeableness, and look for initiative. Okay. That was easy, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. We're We can be done. Yes. Uh,
0: particularly since you used the interview creation tool, and it's probably the most important piece of intellectual property I'll ever create.
1: I was writing this, and uh, so for the people that don't know what the interview creation tool is, it's part of the manager tool's license.
0: If you buy a license to our materials, you get all of career tools and all of manager tools. Together. materials together
1: exactly and you also get access to the ict the interview creation tool you answer questions about the job and it spits out the questions you should ask the interviewee
0: based on an analysis of the kind of themes the kind of skills the kind of abilities that your answers suggest are important but it translates those translates those into behavioral interviewing questions
1: exactly and they have uh we have what you should look for in the answer and a bunch of space to take notes. And I was writing this, this cast and I was like, well, why wouldn't you work? I was trying to write, well, we have other casts on behavioral interviewing questions. And every time I did it, I thought, why would you not use the interview creation tool? It takes like 30 minutes and it's done for every intern you ever have.
0: Yeah. And what's more, it also, it doesn't just tell you questions to ask. It really puts together an entire interview. There's a cover page. It explains to you what you're going to do. It tells you the script to read to the candidate to tell them how the interview is going to go. It gives you the question worded precisely. All you have to do is read the question. It then underneath it question gives you criteria to look for in an answer. And then it gives you a bunch of white space to take notes. One of the biggest mistakes that people make in interviewing folks is they ask a question and then they don't focus on the answer. And the reason is because they aren't prepared and they are thinking about what their next question is going to be. In order to really be a great interviewer, you have to listen carefully to the answer in order to be willing to probe and to expand where you need to expand. You can't do that if you're busy worried about what the next question is. And so you don't have to worry. Once you create an interview, you never have to worry about the next question. When they're done answering it, you probe as appropriate, and then you just turn the page and read the next question. Plus, you can add your own questions, culture questions, technical questions, specific questions that you feel are particularly important, yeah. Like you said, you just think about how about the role you want performed, and you can record candidates answers right there on it. And look, doing a good interview takes hours. Most managers who stay in a role for a long time, one of the things they like about being in a role a long time is they've worked up an interview that they really feel helps them be good at knowing what they want. And you need to think about how to begin and how to wrap up. And you can't do that if you're busy worried about the next question and the next question and the next question.
1: There's tons of stuff that you need to do in order to make a candidate comfortable so that you get the answers that you need in order to analyze whether or not they're right for the right for the job. Like, you know, are you going to offer them coffee or tea or are you going to offer them water or, you know, is the room that you're in? I interviewed in a room once where there was a constant stream of people walking past, which was distracting for us as interviewers, but also for the candidate and all those things you need to think about. So make make, you can cut short.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, to be fair, guys, we rarely do this, but we're doing it in this case about interviewing interns because the interview creation tool is only available to licensees. We typically create casts that even non-licensees can use. And if you want to, I mean, you can technically create an interview on your own. To be good at it, it takes a long time. It helps to have a good job description. And we've got a cast for that that can hopefully prepare questions for you. And you can ask the people who are doing jobs near it what kind of questions they would ask. But the fact is nothing's going to touch the interview creation tool. And that's why I recommend it. Absolutely. Good.
1: So once you have your questions, give them help. So interns in my experience can be anything from 14 to 24. So uh, work experience in the UK starts at 14. And, uh, And experience can really vary from Um, kids at 14 who've been working in a family enterprise in a shop or a farm or whatever or doing some kind of informal work uh, mowing lawns for neighbors and so on for several years and then other times you get graduates who are 22 23 and have never needed to work so it's harder to interview those people because they have different experience if you if you interview a programmer who's had, you know, four years of programming experience. Every every person you interview for that job will have had similar experience. When you're hiring interns, you have to go for a broader range of suitable circumstances. So you have to be able to, you have to be willing to take volunteer work or work that wasn't paid or work that was with the family, which wouldn't be appropriate in a real, in inverted commas interview but for interns you may well have to take those kind of answers into account.
0: Yeah good so your point about helping them is really when you evaluate them recognize that it would be folly to give them the same kind of interview you gave a full-time candidate who's done a lot of practice and hopefully they've done practice um, and you're suggesting leading them with some uh, questions or telling them a little bit about the job and ask them to tell you what might be a natural fit, how might it be a natural fit, and so on.
1: Yeah, helping them on the way and helping um, them see how the things that they've done might be an answer to your question. So often candidates with less experience, if you say, can you tell me a, a bit about a time when you've had to keep accurate records? And they think accurate records. All oh, that sounds like a very grown up word. I I haven't done that. And if you look at their resume, and they've been selling Girl, Girl Scout cookies, you know they have to know how many they bought. They have to know how much they've sold. They have to know how much money they have. You know that is keeping accurate records. And so you can help them by saying, well, it says here that you were selling Girl Scout cookies. Can you tell me a bit about that and what records you, what things you had to write down or what things you had to record for that? And then they'll give you the answer to the question that you asked them, but you you just have to help them link it together. Yeah. Some
0: of you may think, oh, you're spoon feeding them. No, because some people are going to say, I didn't keep records. I just sold as much as I could and then reached it all into my pocket and pulled it out and counted it and gave it to my mom. Well, that's a different answer. If your job needs some record keeping, uh, that's a different answer than a kid who's saying, look, I had a notebook. I kept some change with me. My parents gave me some change to start out with. And I kept a notebook. And every sale I made, I wrote down the number of boxes, what type of which box, how much the total was, if I made any change, how much the change was. And at the end of the day, I counted up my dollars and made sure that it matched what my tally was supposed to be. And it did every month. That's a great answer from an intern. As opposed to, I didn't really have to keep records. All I had to do was sell, which is probably also a good answer, but maybe not for the role you're hiring for. (laughs)
1: Yeah, if you want someone to keep records, then that's not a good
0: answer. I would assume, though, there's always the possibility, and this is one of the reasons why we don't recommend that most managers give non-interns this kind of help, is that there could be favoritism.
1: They could, and, and you want to give all of the candidates a similar level of help so that they come to a similar standard. If a candidate is easily being able to connect their experience to the questions and you don't need to give them help, if they're not able to do that, then it's fine to give them help so that they can answer the question. And then you evaluate the answer, not the help that you've given them necessarily.
0: Right. Okay. Good. What do you mean by agreeableness?
1: Agreeableness. Agreeableness. So if you look at psychometrics, there are Most of the psychological things that we call things that we name people's emotions and people's states come down to five things. And one of them is agreeableness. Another one is that's easy to understand is extrovertism. So people are either extrovert or introvert. Um, And agreeableness is wanting to get on with other people and people have different levels of that. Some people aren't bothered, you know, that people are around, but they don't feel the need to get on with them particularly or help them. Other people are very agreeable. If we looked at DISC, that would be kind of where you were on on the S range. But agreeable people generally want to work in teams and generally want to help other people. And of course, if you have an intern who wants to help out, that's Really different to having an intern who wants to get bright. ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and wants to get ahead, or who is very bright and says, "I've done my work. Can I go home now?" Which yeah. I've had interns say to me before. I've done mine. Like, and you know, there's somebody else struggling, and that person's not. Putting themselves forward to
0: help out. Right. Another thing, I I would agree. I, I would put in the category of agreeableness, although I use a different phrase. As I I ask about what kind of team experience they have, because they're not going to be a leader. If they're wanting to come to work for your company, they may be trying to sell you about what a leader they are. But in fact, they're not going to be a leader as an intern, and they're going to have to be a good follower and a good team player. And so I ask. Tell me about a team experience you've had, and why do you think you were good at it or not good at it? And if they tell me, well, you know, I was a quarterback, and pretty much everybody did what I wanted to do. I'm like, "Eh, well, that That doesn't make me a team player. And then somebody else says, look, I love being on teams. Uh, Look, I like to perform. I like individual metrics. But the fact is, I like coming in, seeing the other people on the team, and asking what needs to get done today, and how can I help? I had a guy once tell me, I love subordinating myself to the team. And he says, I know this sounds stupid, Mark, but if everybody would do that, the team would get more done. And of course he was right. Of course mm-hmm. Not everybody has the ego strength to do that, but good.
1: Often interns come in with this expectation of what they're going to be doing. And that, you know, they, they come into a law firm and expect to be, you know, arguing cases. And what they're given is piles of paperwork, of course, to sort. And so interns who are agreeable, tend to be much more okay with adjusting to the realism of what they're being given to do, which is usually pretty mundane, whereas the disagreeable ones are much more likely to kick up and say, this isn't what I signed up for.
0: Yeah. Okay. So how can we listen for agreeableness in answers?
1: So even if you're asking a question that's not about teamwork or agreeableness, you can still listen for that factor. So for example, if we go back to the accurate records question, can you tell me about a time when you kept accurate records? If we had an answer like this, yes, I worked in a family store for three years. It's important to keep records of what stock we have and what we sell. So my dad taught me how to use his system. We made a tally list on the stockroom door every time we took a box out to the shop. And sometimes I forgot, so I put a sticker on the door, so it reminded me. And when we get delivery, we have to count all the boxes in all the new ones. It's really boring. So uh, even if it's not my turn, I go and help because it's faster with two. And if I help my sister, sometimes she helps me too.
0: Well, that's good. That's a yes. good answer.
1: Exactly. So we've got something about record keeping, but in there, the, the person said something about their teamwork or yeah. you know being willing to help out and, and something about how they help themselves remember things is great
0: good okay give me another
1: I'll let people listen and then you can guess whether or not I would hire this intern so can you tell me about a time when you've kept accurate records yes I worked in an office over the summer they had to have an accurate count of all the calls they had for each product so I set up a sheet so that I could mark down each one as I got the call because it was much easier to do that than it was checking at the end of the day Some of the other people found it really hard, but I had a system, so I found it easy.
0: Yeah, I don't like this person. (laughs)
1: Exactly right. Because they're not agreeable. Yeah, they they have a system. They did a good job. And yeah, you know, because they weren't, there's nothing about sharing it with the other people who were struggling. You instantly think, okay, that person's going to be less useful to have around.
0: Yeah, good. I will also say, guys, um, if you listen to that answer, Uh, I can tell you that could have very well been my answer if I were ever hired for an internship. I was not. I had a job when I graduated from the academy as a lieutenant in the Army. But I probably would have said that, and I probably wouldn't have passed that agreeableness part. And I understand now the importance of that, and that might have tripped me up. Uh, And that's one of the things about interviewing. You have to choose something. You have to make some sort of of discriminatory judgment. And and I'll, I'll tell you something. I think a lot of people would do a lot better in general. This idea of agreeableness and initiative and so on, which you're suggesting, is something that I didn't realize until later. I knew what I wanted when I interviewed, and that's what made me a good interviewer. I knew what I was looking for. As Mm -hmm. opposed to just saying, uh, he gave a good interview and I liked him, so I'm going to hire him. If you don't know what you're looking for, you might very well get it from everybody. And, And having a particular filter, I'm looking for X and Y makes it easy to justify or to support why you're making the choice you are. So good. Now you also suggest the other guidance is look for initiative, which makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. These are the two things I would look for in interns. You can wish for a lot and you won't get everything you wish for, but if you get these two, you'll do pretty well with interns at least. So one of my jobs I worked for for five years and every summer I was responsible for the interns. So I have five years of knowing each one and which one was good and which one was bad. So the worst right. kind is the one who constantly asks questions like, how do I do this? Or what do I do next? And you give them a pile of stuff to photocopy and you go, go photocopy that. And three copies. And they say, how do I do that? And you're just like, just walk down to the photocopier and kind of work it out for yourself. Cause it's really not that hard. You
0: know, I got to tell you what's interesting about that for me is everybody always tells uh, uh, um, interns ask everything
1: yeah that's true that's true yeah ask yeah. lots of questions yeah but not about things that you should be able to work out for yourself
0: exactly and the problem is, is we try to give generic guidance but in fact you don't really mean that you don't want people asking questions about everything you just don't
1: in certain times and yeah. in certain circumstances you're right
0: but but initiative means they're going to try okay
1: Yeah, the the intern who goes ahead and does something and makes a mistake is better for you than an intern who won't move without asking you a question.
0: Right. Tell me what to do. How do I do it? And this is an issue, in my opinion, of a lot of perfectionists, guys, no offense, but often the high C's will end up saying, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to get in trouble. The way I got good grades was I studied so hard, I couldn't get any wrong answers. And so I got straight A's. But the motivation was, I didn't want to be wrong. The problem is, as a professional, you're going to have to be wrong. You're going to have to take initiative. And initiative does not mean knowing exactly what to do before you do it. Initiative means headed in the right direction, even if you don't have all the information, being willing to risk being wrong for the benefit of moving in the right direction. And so if you get somebody who's uncomfortable being wrong, they'll say, well, okay, but which photocopier and how much, you know, I don't know, can you show me? Because they're afraid they're going to be wrong and I can't tell you the number of times i told interns, just go do it. I don't care if it's wrong. I just want you to do it. I don't want to have to think about it, and I don't want to spend as much time thinking about it and telling you about it as it would if I had to do it. So exactly. just go do it. I That's don't care if you're you wrong. Being,
1: you could take all morning to do yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you're probably going to be right. I literally don't care. I just don't want to do it. And I had somebody, an HR person, tell me once, you know, that you really shouldn't do it. I said, no, I'm trying to teach him something. His value to me isn't doing something that I don't have to do and I don't have to think about doing. If he has to do it twice because it does it wrong the first time, I'll help him the second time. But I'm not going to answer all your questions before you even try. Go try. Go try. I mean, gee whiz
1: barely you can't break something yeah
0: yeah heck even if you break something uh, trust me everything in this office has already been broken before no that's true yeah yeah absolutely. yeah i, I want I I, I I had an intern once said i love working for you mark you told me go do it and if i messed it up i messed it up and and i discovered i didn't mess a lot of stuff up i said yeah we knew you wouldn't just stop asking me all the time. And it's not that I'm not willing to ask questions. I don't want you to learn about the corporate life that whenever you get asked to do something, you should ask 50 questions. That's not what we want. We want you to be smart enough to figure it out. Or if you're not smart enough to figure it out, to take the initiative and figure it out as you go and to adapt as you go and to admit when you make a mistake. And, and yes, if we can find a guy who takes the initiative, and gets it right every time, I would prefer him to somebody who makes mistakes, but I haven't found that guy yet. So I wouldn't worry about that competition too much.
1: No, absolutely. So initiative is a difficult thing to ask about directly, especially right. for candidates with less experience. They tend not to be able to identify it very easily. And so again, you want to ask a different, ask whatever questions that you're going to ask and listen for initiative in the, in the answers. So for example, if you are asking about customer service, you might say, tell me about a time when you've been particularly proud of the service you've delivered f- to a customer. And you might have to help them a bit with, have you had any customers that were angry that you helped or anyone that was really happy that you helped them? Often, right. candid- Intern candidates are often very, very nervous and that makes it hard for them to recall things. So helping them recall is is a good thing to do. So if this guy answered i worked as a bagger in a grocery store last summer and there was one customer who always came in on thursday nights and she got really angry if you didn't do her packing right and the first time i saw her she was shouting about how she wanted her stuff packed and then the next week she came down my lane and i was really worried about it but i tried to remember what she said and i asked her a couple of times is this okay and after that, whenever I saw her coming, I'd switch with whoever was in her lane and she didn't get angry. Anymore. Oh,
0: I love this kid. <laughs> exactly.
1: Eh? <laughs> Who is he? We'll hire him. Yeah. Um, but that's a description of initiative that maybe a, a 16, 17 year old wouldn't be able to say this is initiative. But if you help them along, they'll get there.
0: A phrase I have in my head when I think about initiative is nobody else was doing it and so I did it. Or. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody else doing it, so I just figured I'd volunteer. I love volunteering. I love, saying all, I love hearing, I'll try. I love saying, what everybody else wouldn't do or wasn't doing, I stepped in and tried to help. Those kinds of phrases are important. And Wendy's right, if, if you just ask for initiative, they might go, mm, I don't really know. So you have to listen for it as a byproduct of the larger question you're asking. Good. That's it. We'll wrap us up.
1: Yeah, the candidates who are aware of what's going on around them and doing something about it yeah. are the ones you absolutely want. Yeah. So use the interview creation tool to get your questions. Give the candidates help so that they are able to answer the questions, and look for two things: agreeableness and initiative. Yeah. Interns can be future employees. I had one future employee amongst my five, and I or a six-week nightmare, and I did have a six-week nightmare. He used to fall asleep in meetings nice and so you have to take interviewing them as seriously as you would for any other position and if it's your first go at interviewing then working on it and doing it consciously is a good thing you'll be better later
0: yep alright thanks Winnie a good one
1: thanks bye everyone
0: that's there everybody hope you enjoyed it interns matter and hiring the right ones matters too and now you know how come back next week after all it's career tools it's always good